Welcome to another episode of Topical with Michael Schaefer. My guest this week is a very funny Anthony Lucascio. He's very Greek, he's very Italian, he's very Catholic, and we're in between Easter and Orthodox Easter. So I had to apologize uh, on behalf of my people for killing Jesus, and he graciously accepted my apology, which is very kind of him. We talk about our cultural differences, our upbringings, and how there's actually quite a lot in common between uh, the Jews and the Catholics, uh, the Italians and the Greeks. There's a lot to talk about there. Really fun episode. I hope you enjoy it. Before we get into it, I've got shows of the Melbourne Comedy Festival that are still going. They, they never stop. Final one will be on the 23rd of April, but then I'm at the Sydney Comedy Festival, 4th and 5th of May, Darwin on the 13th of May, Brisbane Comedy Festival, 25th to the 28th of May, Gold Coast in June, then I'm heading to the UK, uh, to London and Edinburgh in July and August. Head to my website, michaelshaver.com for all the details. Obviously, check out Anthony Lucascio's show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival too. He's going to be at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Head to his socials in the description to find out more about that. We're going to get into the chat soon. But before that, let's hear the best goddamn intro music in the business. Anthony Lacascio, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Michael Shafar. It's good to come to your to your house, to your podcast studio, to your to your shrine, to yourself. There's so much of your face in this room. There is a lot of me in this room. Uh, you haven't spotted the one thing in this room that everyone points to, which is my feature in Penthouse magazine. No, I, came out. I saw it. I just didn't want to. Oh, okay. I just did, didn't feel the need to. Uh... <laughs> oh, when I went to the bathroom, started jerking off. Yeah, to I, it. Did, is that I, what did. You... I did. I yeah, did indeed. I was wondering what that was. Um, <laughs> mate, thanks for coming along. Welcome. To, to Melbourne. Uh, happy Easter. We've just had the Easter long weekend. I'm actually smack bang in between my Easter's. Oh, yeah, because you do Greek Easter. Greek Easter's this weekend. Sorry, was that offensive for me to wish you happy no, Easter no, no, for, I, the, well, for I'm, the other one? I'm technically Catholic. Yes. So I'm baptized Catholic. Yes. I don't, I didn't have my confirmation, which is, which is like our watered down bar mitzvah. Okay. Um, because my parents got divorced when I was 12. So I didn't get around to having it. Oh, that's stiff. So I'm not. What does that, and if you're not confirmed, what does that mean? Does that mean you don't get to heaven? Well, for the purposes of my joke, I am not allowed to get married in either church, in either Greek Orthodox or Catholic church. So you're like but, stuck in no man's land right well, now. Well, that's wrong. I used to do. I used to do a joke about how I wasn't allowed to get married in either of the churches, and yeah. so I'm a religious free agent. And all of the like, all of the other uh, franchises are after me. You. Like I'm fielding offers from the Jews and the Muslims Mate, and stuff. We've got a beautiful um, wedding chapel in the synagogue. If you're um, looking for it. Speaking <laughs> of, I was going to ask. Like, is this a is this a Jewish area? And I don't yeah. mean to ask that just because you're here, <laughs> but I was driving over and like, there must be a gog around here, right? Because there's yes. like, there's rabbis and, and kids and, right. and there must've been like a funeral or something today because <laughs> I'm driving down the main road to get to your place and it's just like, there's so many Jews. Yeah. and I'm like, this is too on the nose, man. This is like, if, if you came to my house in Sydney and you're driving down the main road and the cast of the Sopranos is just coming in waves at you, you'd think, Just Come throwing on. spaghetti at me yeah, as I go exactly. past. Like, this is a very Italian Do you know area. where you're going? 
Well, firstly, uh, I think the reason why they're out and about today, that them being the Jews, is uh, we're in the middle of Passover at the moment. Uh, so yes, I presume they course. have probably just come from synagogue or something. Yeah. And so they're probably floating around. Um, so yeah, you, quite, you see quite a few at the moment. It's a big week for them, Passover. Huge. Also, um, they're, also they're all in a bad mood, Jews, right now. Because uh, during Passover, I'm not sure if you know this, you get this thing called matzah, which is... Um, meatballs. Not soup, meatballs. Soup. No, that's a, that's a, that's a, it's matzah ball soup, which is a chicken soup with a matzah ball. But a matzah ball is unleavened bread. It's kind of like a cracker. And so, yeah, that's the that you're making the correct face to that. So um, you're not meant to eat proper bread like over the course of Passover. So Jews eat like this cracker and it's so dry and it makes you terribly constipated. So if you see a Jew and they're in a bad mood, you know why. It's well also Jews are always grumpy, but particularly this week then they're, they're just full of, you know, fecal matter. And so. is 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 the chicken soup does the chicken soup happen after Passover? Oh no, you haven't any. You can have it all year round. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, we often eat chicken soup when it's just a festive occasion. What's I wonder what the significance is behind the chicken soup because um, for Greek Easter, mm. the the kind of the weekend. Tr- I mean, tr- traditionalists will fast for forty days for Greek Easter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what do you mean? They you, f- they fart like it's. Uh, you say you don't. You, mean, you, you don't. But you have to eat. I don't do shit. But but my <laughs> mum, for example. Um, the, the the abridged version is you don't eat meat for a week leading up to leading up to yeah that, that's fine it's not a re- it's not a real fast that's not a fast that's just, that's just pescatarian yeah it's it's basically pescatarian <laughs> I mean some people do that their entire lives yeah I know I know I know um, but <laughs> Greeks but Greeks can't handle it yeah no I understand. Greeks cannot what if you Greeks had to moisturize up- with lamb you know it's <laughs> what if you had to give up like olive oil and garlic for a week that wouldn't happen I think you have to oh. I think that's included as well wow that's a weird so so the the, the big idea is that you you're making all these sacrifices for Jesus, whatever, and then you go on Saturday to the midnight mass. Yes, and that's when your fast ends. And usually, the tradition is that you go to someone's house and you have what's called mayiritsa, which is chicken soup with this thing called avgolemono on top. And the chicken soup is is kind of like this sacred thing. Oh, okay. So I'm. It, it seems like there's a few parallels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say when you say fast for forty days, just to check, mm. you're you're eating though some things. Here's the thing. I don't know the rules. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm one of the worst Greeks. Because I'm pretty sure you to. die if you don't eat for 40 no, days. No, you can't eat. <laughs> it's it's basically veganism for 40 days. Oh, uh, veganism for 40 Some, days. Something like that. Something okay. Like that. Well, that's and then so you, you can, so you're just one of those annoying people for 40 days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty okay. much. Pretty much. And 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 if you if you consider the degree to which vegans, um, as a, as a general, you know, not meaning to stereotype too hard yeah. here, but as a general kind of talk about them and what they do and how hard it is and how noble they are and how righteous they are about it. Mm. If you condense that into just 40 days, yeah. right? But the same the same volume of complaints, but into just into 40, 40 days, days. Yes. and then infuse it with the amount that Greeks complain as a general, right. you're dealing with the most annoying human beings that have ever existed. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I will say this. I mean, people find vegans annoying, but I think that's just because we know they're right. And we just don't like it when someone's right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. they are morally superior. Yep. And the fact that even like you meet a vegan who doesn't rub it in your face and you still like, fuck this guy. But it's only because, <laughs> it's only because you know they're right and them doing the right thing exposes your own moral defects. Always, always. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm, uh, if, if I, like disagree with somebody or I don't like them, I'm not going to get aggressive about it because mm. I have that moral superiority 
yes. within me. I'm I'm arrogant about it. You think that but you're if, right. But if I know that I'm wrong, yeah. that's when I start to get my feelings hurt. Yeah, and that's why vegans, you know, upset so many people. Anyway, shout out to the vegans listening. We appreciate you uh, using whatever little energy you have to listen to this podcast, <laughs> you fucking iron deficient cunts. Anyway, back into the show. Um, happy Easter. Sorry I'm Jewish, so i got to apologize. Uh, sorry for killing Jesus. Um, look, it was our bad. We didn't know that he was the son of God. We thought that he was just, you know, talking shit. Yeah, snake oil salesman. Yeah. Shyster. We thought that he was just a carpenter. Yeah. And a mouthy carpenter at that. Uh-huh. So, and mouthy carpenters, they got to go. They got to go. So, sorry for killing Jesus, did our you kill, dad. Did you kill Greek Jesus or did you kill normal Jesus? That's that's something that I've wondered there, genuinely my whole life. Are there two Jesuses? I've, well, I've grown up having two Easter's and I'm like, well, oh. when, did the, when did this guy die? Which which one is the right one? <laughs> so, can you talk me through, because I've got Greek friends, yeah, who, mm. also, who don't do the normal Easter. <laughs> Sorry mm. for using normal, but they don't do the normal Easter. They mm. just do Greek Easter. Oh, okay, it's so a different calendar. In addition, in addition to not wanting to offend Greeks, don't call Offend it, away. Don't call it Greek Easter. You've you got to call it Orthodox Easter ah. because the Russians and the Serbs and the Bulgarians will get very upset if you call it Greek Easter. Because they also call it... They also well, celebrate that, it's, Easter It's then. their Easter too. Right. And, um, and yeah, everyone kind of like... Because we're the most handsome... Of the of the people, like we're the obviously the poster boys yes. of the entire movement. Uh, yes. To your question, though. Uh, well, back to my question, which was, I'm sorry for killing Jesus, and I hope you can <laughs> forgive us on the on this time at this time. You know, because every can I, I will say this every year, anti-Semites are like these bloody Jews. They killed our Lord and Savior, and I'm like, yeah, sure, but also now you get a four day weekend. So I just think that you know maybe a little gratitude once in a while would also be nice for the Jews. Oh, well, I'm I'm thankful. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know what I'm so thankful. I'm so you know what I'm just going to come out and say it. Uh, I, I I very much wish very often that I were Jewish. Yeah, you could yeah. pass, dude. You look you like I, one. You think so? Yeah, man. You if you put a, popped a yarmulke on, you'd walk around these streets. You get invited to a lunch or like dinner. a kind of hairier uh, bear Jew kind of type. Well, that's my point because I I mean because you're uh, sorry. Can I use the word wog? I need Absolute, to check. Absolutely. Because you had a show called Don't Call Me Wog. A yes. Wog. Yes. Um. I just I'm pretty sure you can say wog, but it's like not it's not your n word. It's just you know it's it is our n word, but you're you can use it. Oh, have I got permission? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like the n word that you give friends permission to use. Oh, because okay, we're because we're we're just better than black people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to clipping that up and putting Fuck. that on the internet. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Fifteen minutes in. Send Fifteen him. minutes in. What happened to Lacasio? Oh, you, he went did to Michael Shaver's yeah, podcast yeah, and uh, went went downhill from there. So uh, you can say wog because well, the reason can I say legally you might not be able to soon. Nick Giannopoulos, uh, the original wog boy. He, uh, I think, is like some sort of copyright or like intellectual property around the word wog. So I don't think that you're allowed to use the word wog if you're naming a comedy show or doing anything like that. Is that correct? Well, the entire purpose of my naming my show that last year was to get a bit of publication, a bit of publicity from him suing me. Oh, uh, but it turns out I'm not big enough of a fish. Oh, uh, that's disappointing. So I didn't, I didn't hear anything from his lawyers or anything. Did you like send it to him? Like, hey, I tagged him in every single post. <laughs> 
<laughs> no response. No, nothing. Dear Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. He, uh, yeah, he, 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 he didn't want to bar of me. Um, but yeah, no, there, there was a big thing with the trademark because he, he was, he was, um, it was strongly suggested to him during the nineties to take out a trademark on the word wog. Yes, because he was just, you know, it was the. I can't believe you can trademark the word wog. Apparently, you it can. Was like I'm trademarking Jew. Yeah, no one else can do can say Jew. Go for it. Go for it. A lot of people are going to be. Kanye is going to be furious. Furious. Well, he he calls us the JM, not the Jews. He calls us the Jewish media. The does JM. he? Does he? Does he now? Because because he's forgiven Jews because he saw Jonah Hill <laughs> in the movie. That's the funniest thing is that yeah jo- he saw Jonah Hill in what in Twenty One Jump Street yeah yeah that's right which is an Drum- old movie yeah, yeah. so I like how he's seen like an old movie featuring Jonah Hill who is Jewish mm-hmm. and gone okay I'm back on Do you know what <laughs> the not all of them not all not of all of them, them. <laughs> we've, we've got a good one although I- if he watches you people on Netflix I think he's gonna flip back yeah, over because yeah, yeah. that movie <laughs> sucks is that not a good movie oh man and I, it had so much potential. Jonah Hill, Eddie y- Murphy, Eddie y- Murphy, uh, uh, David Duchovny, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got such a great cast well, and such a good premise too. Yes. But they just say nothing with it. About it's, it's like a total stereotype. Man, well, let's just hope yeah, Kanye stays away from that. It's nice to have him back in the fold. <laughs> yeah, I can finally <laughs> listen to Black Skinhead again. I, I can finally listen to Black Skinhead again and not feel like it's tremendously ironic. But I do, I do have the kind of uh, like a set affiliation towards towards Jews because like I grew up in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. Of I course. went, to, I went to a school that had a lot of Jewish mates. Bondi, and uh, yeah, but uh, well, my school was in the city, but I grew up in, I grew up around those areas. Okay. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very kind of meshed, and I, I, I kind of get jealous because. The Jewish community, the the support that you guys generally give each other mm. is is real. Like it's an actual real. Commu- it doesn't. It doesn't happen because because you're a part Greek part half Italian. Greek half Italian. Yeah, and both of those communities purport to be exactly the same. They're like we will will raise each other up, but mm. it's only to show off how much more expensive our coats are than your coats at church next week. It's oh. it's all a facade. It's all a front. Wogs backstabbing, conniving, <laughs> deceitful motherfuckers. <laughs> and I just wish we were nicer to each other. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a bit I'm a bit I'm a bit upset. Oh, interesting. So what, do you find that uh, do you find that like Greeks and Italians what get threatened by your success? I mean, where where's the success? I don't know if you uh, <laughs> Mate, you're on this podcast, mate. I am on the podcast. There's okay. only been thirty five episodes of this podcast. Do you know what? Do you know what? I will I will track that. Yeah. Um, no, is uh there's a, it, it's it's nothing that I generally feel. I mean it's it's a two it's a two pronged thing. I, and I, I don't know if you've ever experienced this having having come um, as a lawyer, you know, you 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 start comedy and I felt a little bit more pressure than some of my friends that had started around the same time, some of my contemporaries, because of the kind of the education that I had. I went to university. I did a law degree too. I worked in in corporate world. And, you know, I have all of these people around me that are, you know, second or third generation Aussies, immigrant mentalities, Mm. and you want to go and be in the arts. Yeah. Like, you better prove that this is a viable business model. Yes. Or we are going to have no respect for you. Can I ask, are your grandparents still alive? Yes. I have okay. three. I have three remaining. Okay. I got none remaining. Thank God. Because, because, <laughs> <laughs> like, my grandparents were all, like, you know, Holocaust, from the Holocaust, right? So, my grandfather literally spent five years, oh, it was a couple of years in Auschwitz, went to a few different mm-hmm. concentration camps. Like, literally Holocaust survivor, right? Then he comes to this country in the 50s with nothing, builds up, like, 
his own business, becomes quite successful, you know, as like a lot of like immigrants did in that period. And then two generations later, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try and like tell jokes in a bar. I mean, I'm so glad he's dead because if he saw what I was doing, he would be like, I can't believe I survived the camps for this. So I think it's, it's, it's almost, uh, it must be harder having those grandparents just like watching on and you know, for a similar judgment. for a similar reason i'm happy that my grandparents uh, ha- all have very limited english because uh the, the, there are ways to kind of there are ways to insinuate that it's going really really well okay as you well know you know this it's it's the game yeah. you know we got it's the fake it see make it approach yes. so to them i can i can make it fly but if they actually knew what what i was talking about then we might be in trouble. Oh, so you think they wouldn't approve of some of the jokes that you oh, tell on stage? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, really? And is that because they're jokes that are about like being Greek and being Italian or... Okay. Uh, case in... So this... Yeah, can you give me an example of a bit you'd be like, oh, if they understood what I... If they understood English, they would be very upset by this. So this new show that I'm that I'm doing at the festival this yes. year is called Heart of Darkness. Yes. And it's not about ethnicity at all. Like, yeah. there's, there's nothing in there. It's, it's about... It's about um, some of the more morally questionable things that I've done in my life. Okay. Without giving anything away, there is a part in it where I kind of describe how I learned to masturbate. Mm -hmm. And I learned to masturbate while staying with my grandmother. Okay. End of story. End of story. (laughs) Uh, She's no longer alive, but her husband... My nonno is very much alive. Yeah. And he has already bought a ticket to the show. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And how's his English? Pretty good? We'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's not com- communication wise it's not it's not the best like he can't he he can he can he can get his point across mm. but i'm sure he understands everything could you use like more like highfalutin language just for the night that he's there just so hopefully he doesn't pick up on it i could could you describe masturbation in the most like verbose manner you possibly could i could but i won't <laughs> I want him to know. I want I'm going to look I, him directly in the I eye when you do I kind of do it. want him to know. I kind of do want him to know. And do you know why? Do you know why? Because he came to a show that I did a few years ago. Mm. This is a big tangent, but fuck it. Uh, and it was at the comedy store in Sydney. And it was like, it was like, I was so excited. I was like, my name was at the top of the board on the comedy store in Sydney. And I was like, this is, this is a good thing. Nice. And I sold out the comedy store. I'm like, this is great. This is my hour. This is going, this is going good. Nonno's coming. Finally, I get to be like, no, no. Like your he with the same name. Me and him got the same name. Your name's at the top of the board, bro. Like be proud of me. Beautiful. And and I asked him afterwards if he enjoyed the show, and his response was, "Your aunt, because my my parents are divorced, but my aunt, my mum's sister, who he hadn't seen for twenty years, his highlight of the night was that she came up and said hello." which means she still respects me. And every time, every time anyone asked him about that show, that's all he has to say about it. I got a hello from the aunt. He's like, I still have respect from the other side of the family. It was a good show. Well, that's a great endorsement. Yeah. You that's a good review. Don't put stars on your poster. No. Put on no. hello from my aunt. That's right. That's right. <laughs> People still respect me. No, no. <laughs> Can I say what one of the most... Uh, one thing that I'm always jealous of when I speak to Greek and Italian people is you have like really cute names for your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Nonno, nonna, yaya, yiya. I, I'm uh, just making them up now. Pa- papu is, is the grandfather. Pa- papu. Yeah. I mean, it's just fun to say. I wish I had that. It's because in, in Judaism, I used to... So my grandmother 
was called Abuba is is for grandmother. Okay, that's cute. It's cute. However, my grandmother w- w- was not l- that type of person who was like who liked cutesy nicknames. Right. She she would say, "Don't call me Buba." She was like this Israeli lady, really, really like hardcore, just like never showed any emotion. Really, okay, and uh, she would be like, "Don't call me Buba. It makes me feel old." And I'm like, "Well, you're a grandmother, so you're kind of old." So she said, "I just call me by my name, She's Esther." Like- <laughs> so we just called her Esther for her entire. Is that the strangest thing? My ever? my mum's a bit like that. She doesn't like being called mum. Not to not to us, but um, to like because like within within I don't know if this is the, like this for Jewish um communities, but like you call your kind of family friends parents your auntie sort yes. of thing like so i would call my good friends parents thea and theo which is which is auntie and uncle yes. and she would make situations awkward because people were like hi thea how are you like just it's literally because i don't remember your fucking name <laughs> and my friends would be like hi it's thea like saying mate in a, when exactly you're in Australia. <laughs> exactly and my friends would be like hi thea and my mom would be like don't call me that i'm not your aunt oh my gosh yeah, yeah. brutal yeah, stuff absolutely i like it she's a viper now we have to. We should get into something that's somewhat topical because the show okay. is called Topical with Michael Schaefer. Mm-hmm. And one thing that is topical is very exciting news for Catholics. No longer the primary child molesters this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn it! Sorry, mate. You've been knocked off the top perch. Lost for the, week. the lead. <laughs> God damn it! Because did you see what happened with the Dalai Lama? Yeah, that's. Pretty weird. Bit going on there, hey? Yeah. He's got, I mean, look, uh, there's not a lot to unpack here, I don't think, except for the fact that he's met a child and he's done. He's poked out the tongue, which apparently is something that you do in Tibet. Apparently, it's a, it's a greeting. But then he's asked the child to suck his tongue, and uh, yeah, that, that's what. So that's what's happened. Now I think that the Catholics must be like, finally, a bit of heat off us for a few days, which I think is nice. And it's also come a good time for the Jews because we just had our, our own pedophile get convicted uh, recently. Marco Leifer, who was, uh, abused a few kids uh, in Melbourne, fled to Israel and then got brought back to Australia. Michael Leifer. No, Malka Leifer. M- Malka Malka Leifer. is a, it's, it's a... It's a woman as well. So we're okay. really kind of like, you know, being progressive in our religion. Women count as two as well. It's, it's yeah. pretty... It's, it's, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> My point being is that what a good week for the Catholics. No one's talking about them and their abuse. Oh, it'll, children ca- for it'll a come week. around. Oh, it'll yeah. come around. It'll of come course. Around. I'm just saying, Dalai Lama, Malcolm Life are taking all the headlines. The Dalai Lama thing sucks. Like you've never heard of sucking tongues anywhere else in the world, right? It's, it's very strange. It seems almost asexual. It seems almost like you know, in you know, in Avatar, the, the James Cameron where, where they connect with other animals, they <laughs> yeah. put their they put their tails in the whatever. Yeah, it yeah, almost yeah. seems like that. Like they're trying to form a, a spiritual bond with the child that's sucking it i don't suck my partner's tongue yeah it's do you think that i mean it can't have been like a sexual thing i just i know that might be naive but i just can't imagine no one looks at the dalai lama as a sexual being he's just like the happiest dude and he's always saying silly things he did that weird interview maybe. with carl stefanovic a few years ago maybe he was like listen i listen i just came back from iran and i tried this garlic sauce you're gonna love it i saved you some <laughs> here you go 
And if that if that's the case, he's a hero. He's a hero. Yeah, this kid's starving. This kid's never had garlic sauce. Never had garlic sauce before, and it's like inshallah, here you go. I mean, that's not the correct. <laughs> inshallah. Yeah, I'm sorry. How many people can we offend in the one podcast? I'm going for them all. Going for them all. Now you said that you've got some peas you want to get off your chest. We were chatting before the podcast started. You've got some peas. Is that correct? Huge. Yeah. Huge. Do yeah, you want to yeah. get them off your chest? So, yep, I will. I will. Um, and they're all they're all about Melbourne. Oh, okay. They're all about Melbourne because I've been here for what is it Wednesday today? I've been here since Friday. Okay. Um, and, so you're here for the comedy festival. I'm here for the comedy festival. Every comedian's in town for the comedy festival. And it's great. You know what? You know what? I will say I love Melbourne. I wow. had the, I had the best the best time here last year. I am um, just always oscillating between being on the precipice of actually moving here. Yeah. And and I still I still think I do want to move here. But there's a couple of things that have pissed me off big. First of all... Don't you dare make fun of our grid and our trams, no, mate, and grid. our coffee culture. You know, we're the only city in the country that has coffee. So bloody <laughs> grow up. We're the only city in the country that has um, alfresco dining. We're the only city in the country that has uh, alleyways. So, no, I'm not going to hear anything about bad about those things. We have a bridge that traps trucks called the Montague Strait Bridge. It traps one truck a week. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm, I'm going to defend the I'm going to defend the city to my death. But what have you got to complain? These about? are all things that I absolutely love. I also love Good. the ethnic diversity uh, because there's ethnic diversity in other cities, but there's ethnic segregation in other cities. But here, oh. here, people of different ethnicities are always enmeshed in different areas, and like it's great. Not right. in my show, mate. Whites only, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. I know. I've seen. Um, so okay. So. So, so first thing is that um, you know, there's, there's this big, this big kind of notion that Melbourne people are generally much nicer than Sydney people, and I don't disagree with that. That is a true thing. It's a true thing. But it's just because Sydney people are, I think they're busier. They got more going on. They're always in a rush, so mm-hmm. of course, and the traffic's worse. So they're just going to be in a worse mood. Also, Melbourne people full of shit. They're not actually really nice. It's a facade to mask their nefarious deeds. Oh. I saw season one of Underbelly. I know what happens here. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> I arrived, we, d- we drove from Sydney, yep. nice drive. I arrived at about 9.30 on Friday night. I had a gig at the Cooper's Inn, so I dropped my partner off at her grandparents' place in Doncaster, mm-hmm. drove to the city, did the gig, hung out with some comedians afterwards, came back home, 12.30, 1 o'clock. Sounds like a wonderful evening in Melbourne. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> End of story. <laughs> my, yeah, that's it. That's it. And I hated it. I hated every moment of it. I get to the front. My, my partner's grandparents are Malaysian. So I take shoes off in the doorway. Take my shoes off. Nice. White. Lacoste shoes. Very nice shoes. Okay. Probably my favorite pair of shoes. Okay. I leave them on. Sorry. So Malaysians also take their shoes off? It's an Asian-wide thing. It's a, it's a oh. continental. continental uh, I thought it was just the Japanese. No, no, no. Wow. No matter, no matter where you are, it's continental. And given that we are. We we play in um you know the Asian the Asian football conference. Mm-hmm. I think we I think we should adopt it too, frankly. But not in the wake of what happened because I took these Lacoste shoes off one o'clock in the morning, left them on the porch. Okay. Came back inside. Came back outside after I woke up at about I don't know nine thirty in the morning. Shoes gone. Oh no! Somebody stole my shoes. They stole your shoes. Somebody stole my shoes. Oh my gosh! So in here Doncaster. you are trying to be culturally respectful to your grandparents. And you become the victim of a violent crime. A violent, uh, a premeditated, I would say, because you have to walk all the way up the driveway 
to get into this. It's not like the stoop is just there and the shoes are for the taking. Yeah. You have to, they have to know that elderly people live here and are there for the taking. Question for you. Mm-hmm. So given there's other people in the house, weren't there other shoes also left outside no, on the porch? No, and the reason is, and this is this is where Anthony's idiocy is revealed, yeah. because every time we stay with, with my partner's grandparents, they say, don't leave your shoes outside. People steal them. <laughs> And every time they say that... And do you think that maybe it could be somewhat... I don't want a victim blame here, but do you think maybe you were forewarned? Okay. These are the same people that say to me, don't walk around with an expensive wash in public. They will meet cleaver your hand off to take the watch. Well, you're missing both hands, so you've clearly made that mistake twice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Walking here look. with your stumps. <laughs> I told you not to mention my stumps. <laughs> so we're just sitting there like, all right, you're not living in Kuala Lumpur anymore. All right, everyone. Is that, is that a genius? So you're thinking, oh, this is just them still thinking that they're living in a, a developing country yes, where crime exactly. is rampant. We're not in the beautiful suburbs of Doncaster in That's Melbourne. Right. That's right. Surely not. Surely not here. But surely, yes. And then we Googled it, and apparently it's a very common thing in Doncaster specifically. People stoop hop and steal <gasps> anything. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Do you, are there um, mosques in the area? Because I imagine what a terrifying time to be a Muslim in Doncaster right now. You go to your mosque, you take off your shoes before you go in, as is the custom, and then you come out after your prayer and you don't have any shoes Nothing. left because someone... Some nefarious person is going around, probably wearing your Lacoste sneakers at the moment, stealing other people's shoes. If I told you that I wasn't paying attention to the footwear of every single person that I walked <laughs> past in Doncaster, I would be lying. What would you do if you did see someone wearing like that exact pair of shoes and you were confident they were your shoes? At the very least, I would have to go over and investigate to get that confidence up. Okay. And there are certain insignia that I would that I would recognize. Because oh. these are shoes I've had for a little while. Yeah, and okay. I, would, I would recognize it if they were mine. So you'd be like, hey, nice shoes. There'd be a confrontation. Which stoop did you get them from? Well, my assumption is that it's... Because, you know, I, I don't know if you've engaged in theft before in your in your life. Have I stolen things? Have you, yeah. Only from supermarkets. Okay. I think that's fine because that's like a victimless crime. You, 100%. 100%. The um, victim being a corporation. Yes. So, And I think that if they paid more tax, I would uh, steal less. Totally. That's kind of the tax. Totally. I think, I think if you're not stealing from corporations... You're actually not a true socialist. You're an Australian. You're an Australian at the, at, the, at the very core. So yeah, yeah. no, no, I'm, I agree with you. But so then you would know um, theft 101. Mm. You've always got to you've always got to get rid of the merchandise as quickly as possible. So you reckon so, they're on Gumtree right now? I don't know if they're on Gumtree, but if I saw them on somebody's feet, I would know this isn't the person that stole them. So I'd have to interrogate them. So where'd you get that? You'd have to do your, oh, so you'd have to find who, where'd you get it from, and you'd have to kind of go back to the source. Mm-hmm. You should start a, a podcast that investigates this crime, and it could be like a twelve-part series, like um, only murders in the building. Yeah, but only only um, shoes on the stoop. <laughs> Starring Steve Martin We couldn't afford Martin Short Or Selena Gomez But Can I just Steve's say in. Despite the fact can I, I'm very um, I'm, I'm almost complimented by the fact That when you came here today You asked me before you came into the house You said Do you want me to take my shoes off? And I was like I'm not Japanese Do whatever the fuck you want But the fact that you asked And you were willing to leave your shoes on my stoop Suggests That you trust the Jews in my area. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I've actually brought 
I am now carrying on me on my person at all times, uh, like shoe lockbox. So if you said shoes off, no problem. And then I would put the shoe lockbox on the, the deck. I would just um, like, uh, like confine it to the deck with the clamps. Yeah. I'd put the shoes in, lock it up, no problems. <laughs> I'm imagining like a bike lock of sorts. Yeah, that would be all right. Yeah. That'd be all right too. No, no, but I, I've gotten into the being being with a being with a partner who's who's Asian. You know, I've just we've just become accustomed to just asking if because because a lot of people a lot of people observe the shoes off uh, policy in in homes mm. that are not Asian. Yeah, and you gotta they, be, if you if you're taking shoes off in a white person's house, cultural appropriation. That's disgusting. Not only is it not only is it cultural appropriation, it's also not done correctly because there are ways that Asians make their entry area the foyer not think like feet oh these people's houses always think like feet as in like the the white people that adopted yeah and also white people are stinky is what you're saying they smell they're disgusting no no everyone smells <laughs> everyone smells they don't have control over the smell right there are ways to do it these people have developed these ways of getting rid of foot over through generations and generations and and and, and years and years of practice i understand and, and sharon thinks that she can just have oh no we're shoes off we're shoes <laughs> off her household and that and that you know you just not have a place to stink and also it's a cleanliness thing i imagine but you still have mm. to vacuum sharon these houses are always extra filthy yeah i hope sharon's listening because this seems very personal Sharon's actually my grandmother. She just doesn't like to be called that. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't like. She doesn't like. She doesn't like, she doesn't like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so call me Sharon. So can I? Because you come from. You've mentioned you come from like a relatively what traditional, you know, Greek Italian like grandparents and stuff. Yeah. How do they feel about you not being with a Greek or Italian or fellow Mediterranean? Perfect. Like oh, they, they're fine with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they already had to go through it when my parents met. You know, to, to Greeks and I know Greeks and Italians might seem like the same thing to everybody else. Can I say to white people, everyone from that area, they're the same. Same Greek, thing, right? I mean, we called you all wog. That's and how fucking it, racist exactly, we were. Exactly. You know, that's why I think wog might be the most racist term ever invented, because we didn't just come up with it specifically for one type of person. We just came up for an entire group of people. And that's even more racist. So no, not like no to me, that's less racist because oh. it's inclusive. Oh, okay. Like I've seen Indians <laughs> called wogs and I'm like, I don't think that's right. But yes, why not? Indians are being called wogs these yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not good. I don't like that. No, that's We've not good. We've got words for them. I don't give them wog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's um, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, so while, while Italians and Greeks are, are sort of perceived to be the same thing and yeah. I mean... They are. To yeah. it, there's a lot of similarities, clearly. Um, to Italians and Greeks, you know. I mean, to Sicilians and people from Calabria, which is the of fucking course. region next to it, yeah. they think they're totally different things. <laughs> so my grandparents, uh, especially my Italian grandparents, were very, like, unaccepting. Of Anti-Greek. Anti-Greek, wow. anti-Italian. Like, didn't want them. One of us. That that only lasted, you know, for about a year of my parents I mean, meeting. Okay, but yeah, I mean, Italians and Greeks are quite different. Mm. I mean... Uh, you know, pizza and souvlaki, not comparable. Also, isn't there that famous uh, comparison about sex? That the Greeks invented sex. Italians introduced it to women. Exactly. And I think that's that's a big point of difference, that all Greek people are gay and all Italians are heterosexual. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying there's cultural differences between the two. You, you couldn't imagine how few times people say that specific joke to me at my shows to illustrate that they know about Greeks, Italians and comedy. So I'm, I'm one of you, buddy. I'm one of you. I got you. I got you. It's, 
It's great, mate. Mate, it's a good stuff. Uh, I, so but if you are listening to the podcast and you're going to see Anthony's show, make sure to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, definitely, love definitely. I love, I love every moment of it. The I other, will say this: like, I always get like old Jewish people come to my shows, and that's fantastic. I love the support, um, but I always get cornered by an elderly Jewish man after the show, and then he'll be like, "I've got a joke for you, right?" And I'll be like, "Oh, fantastic! Let's do it." Launches into the joke, and it's not like a classic, you know, why did the chicken cross the road? This is like paragraphs and paragraphs of text before you get to the punchline, and it's always the most racist joke about Arabs. And then he'll get to the punchline, he'll say something awful. And then it'll be like, and he'll laugh to himself. And he's like, oh, you can use that. I'm like, in what fucking world am I? Am I in what fucking world? And I'm gonna go up and open my show with the most racist joke and be like, all right, and now into the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you know if you? I reckon if you got his name and mm. and quoted him on it, I think I think it could be all right. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, it makes <laughs> if it. If I attribute it to someone else, it makes it a bit more meta. Um, the other thing that I get a lot is because I'll say I'm half Greek, half Italian. And, and I don't know if you do this, um, but I can't, if I'm doing a club set or a, or a set that's any longer than 10 minutes, mm. I like to drop a I'm Italian and Greek at the start in, in one of my kind of opening bits. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not planning to talk about ethnicity at all for the remainder of the set, right. just to kind of give the audience a mental avatar to put in the rest of the stories that I am going to tell. Because it's, ah. e- it's easier for them to be able to... Imagine an Italian or Greek mother or father. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. Or it feels like, even if it's not about my... Even if it's just observational stuff or just stuff specifically about me, if, if they're imagining the scenario, it's easier for them to further identify with me if I've told them... This is a this is an easy racial identifier for me. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, I only mentioned I'm Jewish if like you know it's kind of like I need to say it for the joke. Mm. But I'm also like, yeah, that makes. Maybe I'll just say it at the start of every show. If, maybe I'll just if, walk on with a fucking Israeli flag. <laughs> you know, just picking up gold coins from the ground. Um, um yeah, abusing yeah, yeah. Kanye West. Yeah, that could that could work. Yeah, that speaking Hebrew. If I just did that at the top of the show, maybe everything else would have more context. Well, if 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 um. If I'm doing new material, then fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Like the joke's got to stand alone. But if I'm doing a, if I'm doing a set where I kind of need to bring the audience into my world, yeah. I'll, do, I'll do something like that. And inevitably, I will say I'm, I'm half Greek, half Italian. Joke about it, move on. And then somebody will come up to me and they'll be like, "Hey, I'm half Greek, half Maltese," and then walk <laughs> away. And Maltese, they mean Malta, not the not the breed of dog. No, no, not the breed of dog, okay. not the chocolate. They because mean- I'd have more questions if they were half Greek. <laughs> Which side is the Maltese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can't figure it out. Can't figure it out. I just don't know. I don't. I don't get why that has to happen. But I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll add it to the spreadsheet. You know, <laughs> I am. I am running my own census yeah, here. So exactly. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm half Italian. Oh, my mum was half Italian, half French. <laughs> Leaves. Can I just say that um, Jews are like one of the only ethnicities that uh, don't like to identify publicly. Yeah. Which yeah, just okay, shows how sense. much shit we've been through. That makes sense. Like, I imagine if you go to your show and like, oh, any Greeks, any Italians here, whatever. I imagine you're getting some woos and cheers. Do you know what's weird? Historically, yes. But of late, I've noticed a lot more trepidation. Ah. Usually it's like any Greeks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the last year or so, the last year or so, I've been like any Greeks or whatever, and then there'll be a guy, like a guy in the corn, like just down there, and he's like, oh, and the girlfriend's like, yeah, 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 yeah him, talk oh. to him. And like, oh. Now, I don't know if that's because I 
have come off with more abrasive energy and they're scared to identify themselves because they know that I'm going to destroy them. Yeah. Um, in is it how you're saying it though? Any fucking groups in this place? <laughs> it's pretty much Is it, it how you're saying it though? I'm sharpening my katana as I'm saying it. <laughs> because like, there's nothing that's really happened in the world for Greek people or Italian people to like, you know, start to feel concerned about nothing. identifying nothing in that way. Like, Americans, for example, mm. were, used to be very loud and now they're like, Ugh, and then Trump and all that stuff. And then they're like, Ugh, we probably should kind of keep it down a little bit. Mm. And then, oh, like, I don't know, Qatar, not that you see many Qataris around, but that was like a big thing for a while. So they're not kind of running around being like, I'm Qatari. Russians, they're not going around parading the Russian oh, flags at comedy oh, shows anymore. Bro, let me tell you about this. I did the comedy store last week in Sydney and some woman in the front row yelled some shit like i was like oh, do we have any teachers in and this woman in the front row yells out only fans only fans only fans that's a that's not the question that and you I, asked <laughs> my my sentiments exactly and i was like i was like oh um Okay, interesting, interesting uh, contribution. Uh, what, like you've got a strong accent. Where's that from? And she's like from the Ukraine. So I just kind of we went. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. You can you can come out with whatever you want. It's fine. Uh, please continue. Uh, in fact, it's your set now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later we found out she was Russian. Oh shit! Yeah. So she was like, "I'm gonna identify as Ukrainian." She went Ukrainian, then laughed. She was like, "Ukraine!" (laughs) 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 And and I was like, "Okay, whatever." And then and then we later found out that she like she she thought of it all as a bit of a bit of a joke. Wow. Yeah. I I, I will say this, like, I mean, and can I say, you can't blame Russian people for what their government does in the same way. Well, I mean, yeah, fair enough. Let's blame them. Well, fuck them. No, but it's like, you know, people like, you can't, you can't blame Chinese people for what the Chinese government does. And you also can't blame Australian people for what the Australian government does. You know what I mean? So I I understand, but I do understand the trepidation of being like, I'm not right for the next couple of months. I'm Ukrainian. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) But it was just the way she said it. Right. You felt like... She okay. was like, Ukraine. <laughs> like, oh, I don't like that at yeah, all. Yeah, I didn't like you it. You shouldn't even be, you should just be keeping it, keep it down, just mate. Just keep it down. Don't yell out OnlyFans and, and in the <laughs> middle of a bit that has nothing to do with OnlyFans. It's so strange. I'm like, is anyone a teacher? I, I was performing in Adelaide a couple of weeks ago and a lady, and there was a lady in the front row who had a, a very strong accent when I was chatting mm. to her. And I was like, where's the accent from? And she said, oh, Siberia. And I was like, oh, let's get into it. And so then we started talking about the, the conflict in front of some very, very uh, tense white folk. So you went into it. You 100%. went for it. 100%. I was like, when, am I, when else am I going to have the yeah. chance to like do this on stage? I th- it kind of went pretty well because I think everyone was so fucking tense. Uh, and then she was like talking heaps and like re- almost taking over the set. Mm. And I was like, oh, how ironic. A Russian coming over here, coming in here and taking over. Perfect. So um, Perfect. I got a laugh and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm out of here now. But you, I think when that happens, it's such like a, it's such a unique experience. Like, how, I mean, how many times am I going to like be able to speak to someone in this context about this? This thing in a comedy setting, I mean, I think it's a fascinating like social experiment to see what people laugh at and, and not laugh at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you're right. You don't get opportunities like that to like be in the presence of. So like, it's one thing to talk about it because I'll here's a bit that I wrote about it. Yeah. It's another thing to have it live. It speaks to someone who's actually got a connection to it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Mates, um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You know what? I really enjoyed this episode. Usually I talk about the news to, in the podcast. And we kind of spoke about that with the Dalai Lama being yeah. a pedophile. Yeah. But, um, and I feel like we hit the, the key topic of the week. But it was really lovely just talking to you about your family and your culture 
because I think what's interesting is that Jews and Catholics are very like obviously different, but there's just a lot of similarities in like the cultural pressures, the family pressures that we both experience, the guilt that we're just both born into. It's just fascinating, like saying that that's what's interesting about you know chatting to people about their different cultures. You're like, oh no, we're actually kind of exactly the same. Well, it's it's still topical because we're in the middle of the the chasm between Catholic and yeah. Greek Easter and Passover <laughs> and Passover. Like the, we're passing over between the two Easter's, so it's we're we're being very contemporary. We're talking about the Melbourne Comedy Festival, which we're both participating in right now. We're being we're being topical. Mate, we're also, being... last peeve, if I if I can sneak oh, it yeah, in. Oh yeah, you got one. You said you had peeves. And you got one more peeve. One, peeve. Got one more Melbourne Comedy Festival peeve. Okay. Why is it that <laughs> I am driving? past underpasses where you are going at 80 kilometers an hour down a freeway or a very very thin alleyway or a random fence that doesn't go anywhere in a a no in a no through road yeah and that's where all the posters are for the comedy festival oh yeah of course why are they all in places that no one's gonna see them or where you're just going too fast to be able to read them like i haven't paid for any posters to be there yeah no no no, because i think they put them up where like you know junkies and and drug addicts and criminals will see other people with all the money yeah so you i mean i mean i mean drug dealers heaps of money they're doing they make they're doing quite well so I think it's mostly to get those that clientele into the front row of your show. There you go. So if you go, so if you've bought posters, luckily you haven't, mm. because if you do purchase posters for to advertise your shows, you tend to walk out and the front row um, could stab you. So um, probably a good thing you didn't you didn't purchase the posters. Yeah, I think I made a retrospectively good decision. Alice Fraser, on the other hand, I, I haven't know. seen I haven't seen her posters <laughs> anywhere, but really suspicious. Like, and she's got. <laughs> big ones too and they're oh. always in like dingy alleyways or like a, a chain link fence oh no uh, mural whatever chain link fences on oh. top of the fence like on top of a chain link f- like, I don't even know how they stick oh on there gosh. but I've seen them oh well um, we should pray for Alice Fraser if you're not a junkie or a criminal please go see her show um, because yeah we can only imagine the type of people that are going along mate well next year maybe get some posters pop them up around this area We'll get the Jews along. They can sit next to the Italians and the Greeks and they can all chat about their different cultures the way that we have today. Yeah, this episode is going to really um, like forge a bond between our, our people. Our, people. our peoples. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, sorry for killing Jesus and I thank you for accepting my apology. That's okay.